Hello and welcome to the Incredible Hulk podcast. And we are discussing the episode called Metamorphosis from season three. It uh, co-starred uh, um, Mackenzie Phillips as Lisa Swan, Catherine Cannon as Jackie Swan, Gary Graham as Greg, James Reynolds as Ken, and Jennifer Holmes as Diane Markham. Of course, starred your regular cast of Bill Bixby as Dr. David Banner, Lou Ferrigno as the Incredible Hulk, and Jack Colving as that pesty bugger Jack McGee. And a whole lot of McGee it was. Mm. Well, he, he was in a couple of scenes, yeah. Uh, directed by Alan J. Levy and teleplay by Craig Buck and story by Frank Dandridge. And joining me for this outing, of course, is my friends here. Uh, we have, in no particular order, Sue, Alex, and Graham. How the Hello. heck are you all? Hello. Hello. Oh, it was a pleasure, Frank. Good to be here, mate. Now, um, I have me little notes, but of course, you know, that always never works out. But uh, mm. uh, <laughs> So, um, um, but they're there if in case we, you know, divert completely all over the place, uh, which is quite common on this show, but that's great. Uh, so who would like to step in and begin proceedings for metamorphosis? Who wants to go for, who, who wants to go for a concert? Because this, this is how this thing starts out. Uh, eat your heart out, Marilyn Manson, Kiss, or any rock punk group of the time. Um, but there, is there something more sinister behind the music? Sue, Alex, what do you reckon? Um, yeah, I mean, it's a little bit like Kiss, a little bit like Ziggy Stardust, um, mm. but those lyrics are kind of mean, though. Um, well, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, it's it's interesting in a way. I mean, I know she is a singer, and I know she was very popular in the 70s and the 80s, never mind her real-life problems with her family and her drug addiction and all that other stuff. Um, she was, yeah, she was basically known for her role as the uh, older sister on One Day at a Time, the original show in the 70s. So I guess I guess she's always played sort of oddball characters, very, um, very libertine and oddball at the same time. Uh, she's good in this. It's just the story is a little weird. Um, of course, it is kind of sad that she has to be in sort of a kiss makeup in a way uh and then unfortunately as we go on later in the story slightly later in the story uh some girl gets trampled and they don't really you know figure out if she's paralyzed for life or not of course she does have a problem with it and crashes the car and that's where um david shows up and and sort of with lisa's help sort of inserts himself into the roadie band life i guess that, that, that was somewhat interesting, that scene, you know, the, the, the scene you just touched upon where he crashed the car, because David just showed up out of nowhere, like a hitchhiker out of the American Werewolf in London or something, and he just popped up, you go, whoa, what's he come for? So um, he was obviously on his travels for his past excursions. Um, I just found it quite somewhat funny, he just showed up out of nowhere, because the first 10 minutes of this thing, he's obviously focused on Lisa, her band, and uh, as Alex alluded to, the eventual trampling of the teenager. So, interesting opening. Yep, and there's uh, the, there's really only the three cast in the in the beginning. Like it's just Lisa and her sister and and David and 
the music basically the music mm. and the and the in her stage persona becomes sort of another whole character in it and that's fun and there's lots of sequence and lots of spandex and lots of electricity on the stage uh, yeah that that was an interesting point how her sister had this go-to obsession with the whole electricity vibe of the stage show of course it plays a major part later on when you find out the the, the events of the story and there's the, the, the reason why it's there but i always found it interesting that her persona was bigger and brighter it's always necessarily better not always the case yeah and like the the thing was the uh, the electric stars or whatever they were mm. were were sort of um, it was like a a capturing of the moment in uh, the Frankenstein the original movie when mm. that electricity's crawling up and stuff. Yeah, I mean her, her look where on stage persona like like we alluded to, man. It was kind of like. A kiss slash the bride of Frankenstein look with a combination of, you know, the, the lyrics I say, Alice Cooper to even Gene Simmons and Kiss himself. It was really batshit crazy for the late 70s at the time. Jackie uh, also is, uh, is, uh, is Lisa's sister, isn't she? Yes. Uh, who's kind of like her manager. Uh, manager, well. yeah. yeah. Organiser, yep. yep. Uh, but, but she does get a bit a bit over overpowering, doesn't she, later on? Yes. You know, like you said... I got her where she, you know, she is now. She wouldn't be nothing without me and all that, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, so she's a bit overprotective, shall we say? Yeah. Uh, uh, and thinks she knows best for herself all the time. She's not too happy about David getting a job, you know. Well, I don't, I don't think at first she was too bothered. It's just when uh, she sort of gives a funny look, doesn't she, on the camera uh, you know, before it, it cuts it, to the advert, it, you know? It's think, as mm. if, hang on, what do you mean this guy's not taking money? What, 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 what's he looking for here? Uh, yeah, he just, yeah. He just they helped me save her life, but hang on, he's not wanting money. Well, what's his angle? What's his game? But um, yeah, I, it's a, I think she only really began to really doubt it and get pissed off with it when. Greg pointed out, uh, you know, this guy looks about every year. Don't, don't get me wrong. Greg but, spent the majority of the episode hyped up on fucking on pill. Oh, he was in the most yeah, of his head yeah. for forty-five minutes. But, yeah, but yeah. The, the 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 interchange, the interplay between David and Lisa uh, was like sensitive and slightly sexual and stuff like that, and so oh, that was. That was like an interesting thing. Was like her sister, or or Greg, or, or anybody could have seen that they were starting to connect, and that uh, that, that that was going to interrupt something that that was sort of going on anyway. Well, so. I I will I will give Jackie kudos on one respect. She really went to town on Jack McGee when he first showed up uh, at the at the close set. Man, she really took it with the queen. I thought that was really quite good. <laughs> but that's before she became a complete asshole. So, go figure. Well, yeah, I mean, she, uh, she marches him out. Yeah, which yeah. is quite cool. <laughs> well, I mean, this is the other question as well, that, you know, even on IMDb, they're sort of talking about, uh, of course, it was also Jack McGee reading the, the stories on the radio. I mean, I'm pretty sure that was his voice. Um mm. And Lisa, Lisa wouldn't be a new wave rocker. She's a punk rocker. Um, yeah, because if you think about it, it was a little strange how it was sort of a Jekyll and Hyde type of thing, not only with David, but with her, because 
I mean, you know, she's going, I'm going to take you to the depths of hell. Well, you know, that's really good if you're in a concert. Yeah. I'm going to put people imagine, in a good mood, you know, but. Um, yeah, 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 but my marrow imagine says all that shit, too, and it doesn't actually happen. Yeah. It's just part yeah. of the act, you know. I mean, well, I mean, again, he he's a different, you know, he he's actually real, sad to say, even though I, I've heard him in interviews and he's very intelligent. But again, I mean, this is a fictional character. Now, of course, IMDb says, well, she should have taken responsibility. Well. I mean, again, she can't be responsible for people in the audience if they start stepping on somebody else and they don't realize it. Um, I she can, yeah, she can, she can take responsibility for some of the lyrics. On the other hand, just because you see a violent movie, that doesn't mean you have permission to be violent also. Um, and that was another thing that was interesting, too, is that you also had the two, the two main characters that are women they they got to a point where they were a little arrogant. Well, everything's about me, and I'm the best. And I was like, wow, you know. The roadie that, that drugs uh, David's orange juice, mm -hmm. uh, is the, not only is he a character actor that's been around forever, but he was also in the Alien Nation TV series about 20 years later. Oh. So, uh, you know, that's another interesting sci-fi kind of, um, you know, connection for the for the – fantastic um also the connection there is that alien nation was created by kenneth johnson oh yeah that too yeah so, so you've got the whole writer. connection right there yeah yeah the whole yeah so not only well the other thing that made it confusing was that the movie was slightly different than the tv show of course they had to make it that way too so yeah i mean it was kind of interesting how he sort of had you know i uh, he uh when she goes when lisa goes and visits the injured girl in the hospital even though she kind of has a neck brace on or whatever yeah it's kind of interesting how it sort of has very soft lyrics that she's playing on the cassette um well that's her, the other side of their music that yeah jackie will now let her you know embrace at that point again corporate stuff you know like we could get onto a huge thing about that about you know corporate control within music and yeah. entertainment where you you know the money the bucks are for one thing and you can only do that because that's what makes the money you know corporate image well, yeah. yeah no I mean uh, music has always been a little gimmicky but boy in the seventies it was very gimmicky in the nineties it was very gimmicky I mean you had a lot of a lot of acts or groups mm -hmm. hopefully they were real groups where uh, you know you had you had other ones that I could mention but they're also in the nineties like Millie Vanilli, and then everybody found out that that was kind of a scam. Yeah, yeah, no, no, everybody Millie Vanilli did. No, yeah. You know. So, so you have, you have the sort of interesting. Uh, in this, Mackenzie Phillips actually did the singing. Um. Yes. Yeah. I. I don't know. Yeah, she she, she was a professional singer in real life, wasn't she? Right. I she think was. she still is. Yeah. She was. Uh. Yeah. Well, yeah. She's been on some Disney shows and all that. But anyway, um. The uh, of course, according to IMDb, she didn't write the songs per se. Uh, but we have the interesting, also the interesting um, happenstance that the last song that she plays almost match, almost matches or segues well with mm -hmm. the Lonely Man theme at the end uh, of the uh, episode. But yeah, I mean, it was. Um, it's a shame that they didn't have more. Um, you know, more research done on that as well. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it is an interesting episode. And then, of course, we have Garrett Graham, the, the actor, the I forgot the character's name, the Donnie Marie reference. I said, oh, boy, you guys are dating it. Uh, yeah, so, I... Uh, 
His name's Greg, isn't it? Yeah, in Greg, I apologize. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He likes his he likes his sunshine pearls. But um, what, what I did find interesting about that segment when David gets drugged and he ends up hallucinating, you get the Hulk in freaky 3D and multicolored vision. Um, that must have been some fun segments for Lou for to for Lou to try and, and, and film, you know, because there wasn't much of in this. You had that Hulk in the studio on the whole set, and then you had the obviously at the end with the the electricity. So. His role was slightly smaller this time around. Very good Hulk out though sequence, wasn't it? It's different, yeah. you know. Um, and also another clever way of getting them both in the same scene together. Yeah, you know. Uh, so let's. What, how can we? How can we get the two actors together? You know. Let's drug one of them. Uh, let's, yeah. let's. Oh, okay. Let's do a trip, trippy thing, and have you know both of them like you know. And he really, and, and and he really was in under. Some psychedelic influence. I mean, like well, yeah. Orange oh, Sunshine God, yeah. was so powerful in the. Uh, it was even acid, in, wasn't it? Even in the eighties, it was 80s, it was, yeah. it was the best acid. And and then we, we, there, we, 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 should, we should probably know that other drugs are available. Um, no, yeah. I know, but I was I was I was familiar with it, and I I experienced with it, mm. and um and then he they the fact that he put it in orange juice. Orange juice only strengthened the effects of LSD. Mm-hmm. So you you had the the LSD, and then you had the strengthening effect, the catalytic effect of orange juice, which go. makes it stronger. So, of course, you'd you'd end up seeing Mr. Green and Muscly rawr, in the and, middle uh, of that. Surprisingly, it wasn't orange, but there we go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what I liked about it was in that sequence was like uh, you know when they when they sort of sort of switched from one inanimate object to Bill or Lou. Yeah. You know they'd be interacting with it, so Lou would be picking up a mic stand and and it would show Banner above him. You yeah. know, and he'd sling Banner across the room and it would be a mic stand. You know, because he was thinking it was, <laughs> you know, and then they flipped it the other way around. You know, like you know with uh, uh, the Hulk. Uh, you know him seeing the Hulk in another way, you know. I just thought it was a nice little touch, you know. So he's wrecking the place thinking he's throwing David round, but he's not, you know. <laughs> and, of course, initially, before the, before he hulks out and he starts tripping, he's shouting out at the at them in the booth, but, of course, they got the mic off. They can't hear him. Yeah. The mic starts waving. So he's going, Jackie! <laughs> he can't hear anything. Can't move his legs, yeah. Yeah, he can't move his feet, yeah. So anyway, yeah, so that's cool. And then, of course, we get McGee coming round to see the aftermath. Yes, oh, I've came to the right place, you cocky shit. Yes, he's back where it all began again, and he's on the right track. So, I mean, it must have been, like, you know, really rewarding for him to show up at that moment because, you know, here he had two stories in one. Anyway. Yeah. Annoying guy. The, this time I was like, you know, could he just, you know, get out? But, you know, that's just, that was, I, he just needed a bonk on the head. That's just McGee. What eventually ends up going down is the teenager ends up paralyzed and they go, they visit her at the hospital, she hands over some tapes and she realizes. Maybe there's a way I can stop this by cutting all ties with this type of music all together. But she takes it one step further by not only planning her final concert, but her apparent suicide attempt. Interesting, slightly darker take, guys. Yeah, she was um, 
well, there was a scene where you see her hitting the bottle quite a bit, you know, yeah, and she's emptied yeah. a bottle of uh, uh, bourbon or something, or whiskey, I believe, mm. drained it. And then David turns up. That's prior, yeah, just prior to the, them going to the hospital, because he, yeah. he was planning on leaving, wasn't she? She said, yeah. please, can you just come with me? I can't do this on my own. Can you come and accompany me to the hospital to see the girl? Yep. So he agrees. Now, what's really interesting is that girl, you know, the young girl, uh, uh, um, uh, Diane, I think the name is in it. Um, she, how forgiving she is, but, you know, yeah. saying like, you know, I wouldn't have missed this opportunity for the world. Don't, don't, don't blame yourself for what happened. Of course, in a sense, she can't be blamed for what happened. You know, that's the crowd. Yeah. Uh, are at blame there, I suppose, in a way. Okay. She kind of whip, whips them up into a, a frenzy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Partly maybe, you know, but, um, they go to the concerts knowing full well what her act's about. It was just a very, very unfortunate incident, really. That's a, that's you know? it was. Yep. Yeah. Um, so they go and see her, and she's really sweet. And um, she's from Massachusetts. Is she? Uh, well, they, yeah, the she's, uh, she was. Yeah, oh. her name is uh, Jennifer Holmes, hmm. and she was born in 1955 in uh, Fall River, Massachusetts. Hmm. And apparently, uh, she might have retired a couple of years ago. She was in uh, Baywatch, one episode, Matlock, one episode, mm. Who's the Boss, Murder, She Wrote. She was in two roles in that in 87. Uh, L.A. Law, she was in that cult TV show, Misfits of Science. Uh, she was in The Fall Guy, The Love Boat, Tales of the Unexpected, Knight Rider. Oh, she was in a famous one, Kid versus Car. So apparently... Uh, and she was in the Dukes of Hazard, Fame, Newhart. Oh my God! So she's been a lot of stuff. Famous one. <laughs> yeah. yeah, famous. So famous, Alex. I haven't heard of it, but um, you know, yeah. it doesn't mean it's that doesn't make it any less valid, of course. But I've not heard of that show you mentioned. But um, it's maybe a, it's, it's more movie. in America than over here, you know. Uh, yeah, it's a movie based on Knight Rider. Oh, right. Okay. Oh, oh, oh all right. Okay. Yeah, I don't think I've seen that one, uh, Sue. No. Uh, but Lisa tells David that tonight will be her last concert. She really wants to get out of this game now. Yeah. Rack with guilt. And um, she, she's disturbed by the fact that, that the reaction she gets from the audience and it could be, you know, as I say, potentially lethal to someone. Yeah. Um, and of course, you think it's just her final show as that persona, but as we stated, it takes a darker turn where she goes to rig the electricity equipment. And it looks as if she's about to say, okay, I'm, I'm checking out tail end with the character. Yep, it was a little suicidal there for a, for a split second, no, for a while. and It was touch and go she, there, yeah. She got very close to that because there was like a line there, wasn't there? Like a red line, don't go across that line. You'll be all right yeah. if you don't cross yeah, that. Yeah, don't go to no. the top step in, this, in, yeah. the, in the stage. Yeah, it's an interesting set, uh, set that, you know, it's got like, it's two like, so what, what would you call those? Like two big conductors, I suppose, really, aren't they? Well, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's, 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 a, it's a huge arc. With the arc and, in the middle, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and like, that's kind of like the, from the Frankenstein thing, because, you know, you don't, you don't ever let electricity arc like that without, you know, without uh, stopping it, because it, it's, just that that effect you know in terms of i don't i don't think you could even ever do that i think that that's just i don't think that that's part of something that could even be done 
Hmm. I'm like I'm like trying to think, you know, people use arc welders and arcs for other things and I just God, no. I just say no. Yeah, no advice. I say I say it's it's pure fantasy there. We get, we get to the evening, you know, they've, uh, the crowd are arriving at the uh, uh, the venue and they're all taking the seats. And uh, we get that, that, you know, that often used moment, which I still love. I always get such a guilty pleasure from it, where McGee and Banner almost meet. Yeah. And he's coming around the corner and McGee's there knocking on the door of Jack, uh, Jackie's room to get to bug her again. He won't let mm, out Billy. No, you know, he's, he's persistent. Yeah. He's told to bug her off twice before and he's still, he's still arriving. So Banner just misses him ducks behind the corner, waits till he's gone, and then goes, you know, goes to, he was going to speak to Lisa, but got sidetracked because they, the guy said, look, come on, you've got to get to the stage and help us out. So yeah, he, he's concerned, but he has to leave. Um, so the big night arrives and, uh, the concert begins, the concert begins. And we start seeing her looking at that arc a, a little bit mm-hmm. too, you know, fondly. Yes. And, uh, they, uh, so, McGee's there. McGee's, at, you know, at the front, I believe. Uh, yeah. At the concert. Yeah. So, you know, he's, he's, get, in the he's getting down with the kids, yeah, man. Yeah, getting, yeah. You know, McGee's getting McGee cool. McGee in the mosh pit. Yeah. Yeah. Never thought I'd see that happen. Yeah. There you go. You know, McGee's, you know, get, he's, he's getting a bit cool lately, mate. That's and, uh, uh, ded- dedication to one's craft, I'll tell you. Um, but and, then, um, and, and and David is sitting there with that that uh, it like a hairdryer. Yeah, yeah. or or a or a you know radar gun for for a police officer. Yeah. But it, it yeah. wasn't a taser, was it? No, I don't no, think it was. It was, a, it was a receiver yeah. for the for the, the cordless microphone. Yeah, it was a wireless mic then on a on a um, stage gig. Yeah, and anyway, he was supposed to not lose sight of her, but apparently when he saw McGee. Um, he ducked a, well, he he ducked a to, little bit, and then yeah. the in that moment, the the crowd rushed the stage. Yeah, we've anyway, got David here's Alex. Yeah, um, and then I was also the um, the black guy in the um, in the show that was helping um, in the booth. Apparently, he is another actor that's been working a lot. Um, he's in one of the last uh, American soap operas that they still have. Okay. Uh, but he's been uh, he's been busy as well. So it's kind of funny that almost all the actors in this story have almost like twenty years of uh, acting experience after uh, this episode, pretty much. Yeah. We, we we get to this stage rush and David's underfoot getting trampled on, and here's your second hole coat. Yeah, he gets a stiletto, you know, a couple of stilettos on his hand and stuff. Yeah, mm. um, yeah. And up he, up he pops, yeah, and uh, they think, the audience think, he's part of the act. Yeah, it's part of the special effects, and it's part of the show, and it's quite funny. And McGee's going, hey, no, no, that's not part of the show. And then the equipment gets chucked around like pancakes. Yeah, but the the first thing is, is uh, Lisa is at the top step, and she is... She is really, really close to the arcs. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, she gets a helping hand in for the, the arcs. The, yeah. Yeah. Out of dodge of the electricity. Oh, my gosh. But we do, so get, we do get a few little, like, early CGI visual effects here because yeah. we get Lou holding onto the conductor and shooting lightning bolts from his fingers. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Knew he, he had force lightning, eh? Yeah. 
he got four. Yeah, God to under my ass. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah I thought that was really cool, actually. And also, I like the fact that I think I might be wrong, but I think the bolts were green as well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was really cool, actually, that bit. And uh, I, I, I like that, yeah. They didn't use, so, you know, do stuff like that very often. What, what I found interesting about this segment, while well, the, 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 the equipment's getting thrown about the air and all the rest of it, and Lisa's standing there watching this on transpire, is you get somewhat of a, an epilogue monologue from her to tie up the whole episode. Yeah. Um, with regards to what she attempted and her suicide attempt and why she's no longer thinking that way and, and all that. Yeah. I thought it was quite good, yeah, you know. And, Mac- and Mackenzie Phillips really did, you know, do an incredibly, like, delicate and long uh, character arc. A great, I mean, it was it was fun to watch that, in my opinion. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I think she did a great job. And I did, as, yeah, as you said, Graham, there, I did like that. That was a bit different, you know, having that, yeah. like, that monologue over the, over the action. Yeah. While the Hulk's in slow-mo wrecking stuff, she's, like, reflecting. I thought that was really good. Next day, um, after the whole, you know, fiasco, yes. Lisa quits the performance stage for good. Well, in, in, it's certainly in a rock, guys, anyway. Well, and, and that incarnation. Yeah, yeah uh, it's probably going to carry on, like, being a more of a balladeer, maybe. You know, yes. and maybe doing, like, you know, the Vegas circuit. Or, 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 yeah. or I mean, it's, it, it, she could be, like, Bowie and switch from Ziggy Stardust to, you know, let's dance. Put on your yeah, well. Dance the blues. Just Mick Jagger called "Don't Go Dancing in the Street," but um, said, yeah, yeah, be careful, mate. Yeah, yeah, uh, you know. But yeah, so she quits that and she plays one more little ditty, as they say, on mm. piano for David. One of the road, yeah. Which, as you say, actually quite sweetly segues into the Lonely Man theme. It almost seems like a segue, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Yeah, well, really, I quite really like nice that. That's, that's a nice little touch again. And it's at this point here, but you realize that Jackie isn't so much a bitch after all, and she's starting to listen to her sister, which is good news. Um, I guess the fame just got to her as well. A lot yeah. of pressure. Go figure. You know, David, you know, as that monologue ends, David, you know, he's he's off traveling again. You know, none the worse for wear for his first acid trip. And, mm. um, you know, he wasn't, he wasn't a blithering idiot or nothing. So, you know, it was, he survived it. And, and I think that the Hulk probably helped him a little bit get over that, that drug experience. And, um, you know, it, you know, it was really well filmed. Like all those drug moments were like really accurate and stuff. And so, yeah. He went yeah. over the rainbow and there was no pot of gold. And yeah, uh, and uh, I mean, for a, for a moment there, I thought Jackie was the wicked witch of the uh, West. Wow, well, there you yeah. go. Well, but thankfully, she went to divine gravity by the end of the situation. Yeah. <laughs> she didn't have a house wall on top of her or anything. Yeah, no, that was, uh, that was a sister, but yeah. Yeah, yeah that's it, yeah. Uh, but uh, guys, uh, in conclusion, uh, hmm. what would you grade this uh, episode? Um, okay, I'll, I'll give it a, um, I'll give it a B plus. I mean, they did try to have a lot of you know, they did try to have a lot of characters there and a lot of, um, you know, really ups and downs. Although, like I said, some of it, some of it is melodramatic, but then again, it's sort of a rock concert. Oh, well, maybe, but yeah, I'll give it a B. I'll give it a B plus. All right. Well, um, and I will give it, uh, I'll give it an A. It was, to me, it was really, it was really amazing. Uh, 
and it made me want to to put on white face paint and and put on my my sequins and I asked Frank, but since I asked Frank if I should, and he suggested that since this is audio, that uh, you you guys wouldn't see me anyway, so mm. you don't even know if I'm in sequence and white face face face. Well, so there, there you go. go. Well, I mean, you don't even know if I'm in suspenders and that, and you know, and uh, I I, I, I keep it sitting here for a pair of socks on for all you know, but there we go. <laughs> <laughs> Open the thermal, though, mate. It's rather chilly out. Yeah. Yeah. But I was yeah. telling I was telling you about the sequence anyway. So anyway. Mm. Uh, for me, I'll get an A minus. A great forty-five minutes that goes by in a flash, and I really enjoyed them. Really invested in the story. Top-notch performance from the cast all round. And I'll I'll give it a B plus. So I'm going to stick with that. Uh, um, which is still a, a a mighty fine score. Uh, um, I did enjoy it. I wouldn't say it was, you know, right up there with the the classics, but it was oh, a good no. story. It was a very good story. It was entertaining. There was some good acting in it. There was some good ideas visually. And uh, I like the monologue idea and that, you know, so you're sort of throwing in a few things that they're experimenting with the format, which I like, you know. Well, this is um, yeah. the opening, uh, this is the premiere season three, so. This was, this was yeah. indeed, yeah. So, yeah, you've, um, you, you, your feet are well under the table now, so you're, you've earned the right to experiment with some new things. And another thing I didn't touch upon, the, the very opening sequence was intriguing because all it had was a title card saying Metamorphosis before the scenes opened, you know, usually you get that over the, over the, you know, something visual. But it was, yeah. it was just this quietness, just this quiet thing with metamorphosis written. They did that something similar like that with the, the pilot, just having the, the title up with no sound, you know, I thought that was quite that, intriguing. I think that was just to intensify the atmosphere of our music type. Yeah. Yeah. So a nice little touch there as well, you know. So guys, thank you so much for joining me. I thought this was a nice little one to talk about. Yeah, it was indeed. Um, and, uh, and so thank you, my friends, um, as always, uh, Graham, Sue and Alex. Thank okay. you so much. Thank you. Yep. And thank you very much. And we'll, of course, I hope you enjoyed it also guys. Um, and we'll be back with, uh, another incredible Hulk very soon indeed. So until then, Sue. Don't Hulk out. <laughs> How dare you brother. Gra- no, Graham, go for it again, mate. All right. Brother. <laughs> good, good night good night everyone